Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good afternoon, good evening to you. It is the 18th of December. This is the COB. I'm Nadine Blaney, and I am not here with David Scott. No, I'm not. I'm here with Michael Pollack. Michael? Hi, Nadine. How are you going? I'm pretty good. How was your Friday? Fantastic. And I'll tell you what, I'm very excited because tonight, of course, is the Ausbiz Christmas party. It is the Ausbiz Christmas party. Plenty to celebrate. What a year it's been. And it turned very 2020-ish at about six o'clock last night for many people leave it, living in Sydney, you know, who have plans to, to go elsewhere. Look, uh, we spare a thought for anybody who's had their Christmas plans um, changed or rejigged. But wherever you are, we do, you know, we hope you enjoy the weekend regardless. Um, but, you know, Michael, we definitely saw a reaction in the share market to the, um, the further movement, uh, restrictions on movement in Australia, the sentiment around COVID, uh, because it was a fairly negative day. We did see the local market down by more than 1%. And after a, what was a fairly positive lead-in from Wall Street, you'd have to say, uh, a lot of positivity around you know Congress finally getting together on a stimulus deal, and uh, Brexit as well, a bit of positivity around that. But yeah. Um, yeah, that sort of faded throughout the day, didn't it? Well, and you can, like, yeah, it was actually record closes in the US. But you know that that it's specific to Australia because when you look around the region, I mean, you know, the Nikkei was down about about a quarter of a percent, but uh, the losses that we suffered here were definitely exaggerated. Um, and you know, keep in mind as well. Uh, it was a quiet day here after a very big week in terms of economic data. The Australian dollar is below that 76 US cent level, but 75.93. So that's a lot of the conversation as well. Mm. You know, US dollar weakness. US dollar was really crushed through the overnight period. Um, everybody that's driving everything, with, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It certainly is. And, you know, we just had a, a late session chat with Shane Oliver, AMP Capital's chief economist, and, you know, he just doesn't see any anything to really significantly change that trajectory. And what about Mesoblast? Yeah, that I'll was... I'll tell you what, down 35% today on uh, news that their COVID drug had uh, not achieved the desired results in trials. And earlier in the week, of course, the um, failure of the the heart failure drug in trials. So, so, I mean, that stock has just been on a roller coaster ride all year. And I think you would need a heart failure drug if you were holding that (laughs) stock. Yeah, I mean, just today's losses... 35.5%, 35.5%, pretty dramatic. Uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of risk when you're investing in these companies that are early stage and still going through the trial process. It has a lot of believers, but most say it's a trading stock. And I think that mm. the that price action today and of the past couple of days, I mean, it was in trading halt, but when it came back on today, um, you know, certainly reaffirms its position. 
Um, A2 no, one milk. for the faint-hearted. Uh, no, no, not at all. A2 milk. I'm just looking up where it finished because if you recall, A2 milk was in a uh, trading halt mm. for the past couple of days. We sort of had a feeling that it would be a pretty negative update because, you know, it's it's... It's just the feeling you get around that company and its exposure to China. Sure. Um, today came back online down by 24%. It's lowered its earnings forecast um, for the full year. It's, it's, it's been a pretty tough year for A2 Milk. More severe than anticipated decline in that surrogate, that Diego channel to China. It's um, pretty negative. Could be an opportunity to buy the dip. You never know. We will put that to the real experts. Don't put that one to me. Um, when it comes to another big, uh, you know, company move that we saw today, it was Afterpay. So Afterpay has joined and will join the biggest 20 companies on the ASX. Um, but it was a negative day all around for the buy now, pay later space. Zipco off by about 44%. It's a price target was cut 40% by wow. RBC Capital Markets to $6 per share, saying that the capital needs are just higher than they'd have been anticipating. Mm. I mean, it's cashed up. It's got big growth plans and, yeah, raising some questions, I suppose. Yeah, the uh, it's really the U.S. story that will decide the, the fate of those guys. Yeah. Um, should we get to stock of the day? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, our stock of the day was uh, Integrated Research, a software provider that's uh, – Lowered its half-year guidance by 58% um, because of the strengthening Aussie dollar. Uh, it anticipates revenue for the first half to be in the range of 41 to 47 million, uh, compared to 53.2 million at the 53.2 million for the same time last year. Uh, Andrew had a chat to uh, Henry Jennings and from Marcus Today and Adam Dawes from Shore and Partners about whether they thought this stock was worth a look. Uh, let's hear what Adam had to say. It's an Aussie dollar story and the Aussie dollar's definitely been moving higher, 75s, you know, and, and plus. So that is really, really going to sting for these guys because they, they are not Australian-centric. They're obviously getting a lot of that revenue from overseas. So that's certainly the one. Obviously, their AGM, I think it was in November this year, they actually anticipated for lower revenue numbers for this year also for FY 21 and 22. Yeah. So I don't know why it's such a surprise to the market that they're potentially downgrading again. I think that this one for me is a no or at least a hold. I'd like to get back to COVID levels of that sort of $2.30, $2.40, somewhere around there. And then you could definitely start nibbling at this one. We're just seeing the power of that Australian dollar movement and also the problem with supply chains. And that's not getting any better either given the uh, the, the problem that we have in the US in terms of COVID, Europe and Asia. So uh, I'd be avoiding this one for the time being. So it's definitely a sell from me. Uh, you'd have to say with the Aussie dollar heading towards 80 cents, you know, that's another 4 million bucks off the uh, off the bottom line there. So there's, there's, uh, there's 10%. So I, I wouldn't be touching this one probably until it gets down around those sort of uh, 280, uh, you know, 250 levels. So I'd be just uh, standing aside, I think, in this one. Just wait till it settles. So that was a final thought from Henry Jennings there on the stock of the day, which was integrated research. We know that you like um, a definitive opinion 
about company specifics. Well, today, one of the best performers was Whitehaven Cole, and that's after a week where we've seen, you know, Michael, a lot of increasing rhetoric um, between China and Australia in relation to coal. China pretty much confirming that uh, they had banned Australian coal, you know, the prime minister saying that it was a lose-lose situation. But Whitehaven Coal today up by pretty close to 5%. And that's because a lot of people say that there's still value in these Australian coal names, no matter what China says. And coal is one of those commodities they say is uh, quite easy to find other markets to sell into. So we had a good chat with Stuart Roberts from Stocks Down Under. He actually had Whitehaven Coal as one of his picks. But he he gave me a name of another coal company that I had never heard of. I've heard of most coal companies, if you don't I'm mind me saying. That yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you'll have to listen to that clip to find <laughs> out what the other one is. Do you like that tease, Michael? That's how I get click through to your newsletter, your baby. And... And on the coal theme as well, Horizon is an interesting one that a lot of people have, have been talking about lately. The uh, the coal transport company. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a, a bit of uh, chat around that one too. Okay. Yeah. So we'll follow that one up uh, next week. We, um, um, sorry. No, I was going to say, I just was looking at the, the top and bottom movers. It's uh, interesting as well. QBE, we forgot to mention that one, really getting hit. Down by 12% with a profit warning coming out. Um, so just put that on your radar, one to watch as we start next week as well. Um, look, there's a whole you know host of uh, really interesting interviews that are up on the website as video on demand. But again, you know, lots of people like these stock picks. And we spoke with um, Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Claude's, um, you know, part of the Osby's family, as we know. He's uh, a regular on the channel. He uh, came in and had a chat to us today. Uh, He was big on Quorum Group, the Aussie pharmaceutical software company. Um, He's saying it's a great turnaround play. Um, And, yeah, he was very bullish. So we can, um, yeah, listen in for a a second microcap that's on Claude's radar, Claude with an E. Um, these, yeah, I mean, these, these micro caps, you know, there's a lot of value there. Um, it's obviously, you know, the, the, the bigger tech space is very crowded at the moment. Um, it's hard to find a lot of value Mm -hmm. with the year that it's had, but, um, yeah, Claude's, Claude seems to think that there's a lot of opportunity in the, uh, in micro cap tech. You listened to that interview from Playside Studios. PLY is the ticker code. That one has really rocketed after debuting on the ASX. I mean, we had a number of IPOs coming through this week. Mm. Um, what do you think of the company? I mean, what's it up to? It's pretty interesting, isn't it? Mobile games. Uh, look, um, yeah, we had the CEO, Jerry Sackis, along for a chat. Um, it's a f- been a $15 million raise. Um they're doing some really interesting stuff with some of the big Hollywood studios in terms of uh, using their franchises to develop games. And it's not just, um, you know, developing the games for the studios. They're actually taking the licenses and developing these games and collecting the revenue themselves. Hmm. Interesting. And yeah. it's is it actually an Australian company? It is, yeah. Okay, right. Um, so, yeah, that would be an interesting one to listen to and that is also accessible via the show notes. Look, there's no beating around the bush. Um, obviously, we've had a lot of news today, both at the company level and then in relation to COVID and Sydney and the Northern Beaches. Well, what's uh, pretty close to a lockdown right now. However, uh, we still did see 
the local market to finish the week in positive territory overall. So over the five trading days, that means that it's seven weeks in a row of positivity for the local market. Um, we a, do you call that a Santa Claus rally? Can we say I think call it that I think now? it's a Santa Claus yeah, rally. Yeah. Yep. And zero is up. I'm just reading this on the Comsec Twitter. Aftermarket closed today. The cloud accounting company will enter the ASX 50. Yeah, that's right. That's with Afterpay oh. as well. Okay, so um, we will um, clearly be here next week because the market is trading. And there is still some data to get through tomorrow or next week, believe it or not. We still do have the weekly consumer confidence read that comes through from ANZ. And uh, we still will get private sector credit. I think that one comes through. If not, yeah, it is Thursday. So private sector credit from November. So we're still getting some some insight into the state of the Australian economy. And um, yeah, the data keeps coming in the US as well. So I don't think, I mean, I think we should rest up this weekend, but there's no rest for what the weekend idea. when the markets are trading. And only, uh, Scotty's not here to tell us how many sleeps to Christmas, but uh, yeah. You've got kids. You I should do. know. <laughs> I should <laughs> know. <laughs> it's a handful. It's Let's a week. This time week. next week, Let's Santa week. Claus will be coming to, well, he would have come to all the good boys and girls listening and around Have town. you been a good girl, Nadine? I'll leave that up to others to decide. <laughs> On Monday, we'll be speaking with the head of coal research at Woodmax. We'll continue that conversation around coal. We'll be talking Bitcoin again with the CEO of BTC Markets, 1120, no doubt. We'll have some headlines generated. Um, and then we do our year in review, the inaugural Ausbiz retrospective of 2020. What a year it has been. That kicks off at 1 p.m. We've got a whole host of fantastic guests lined up for you. Um, please do join us for that. And we will close out the week and the year with a bit of wine talk, pretty much, at 320 Digital Wine Ventures. Dean Taylor, that's what we should probably go do now. Michael Sounds Ray? pretty good, yeah. Nadine. Let's okay. do it. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you all on Monday. Ciao. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.